0: Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 196 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the differences between sitting and standing. If you really need a fancy treadmill desk and how breaking up your sitting at your workstation can have a positive impact on your metabolic health. The idea for today's episode came from a number of things. I've been getting some DMs about treadmill desks or, you know, cycling desks is something that I wasn't even aware was a thing. Um, I've also seen some creators who set out to walk a marathon throughout their workday. So they're on a treadmill all day long trying to get 26.2 miles in. And there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot to consider. And maybe you stand for work. I'm standing right now while I talk to you. Maybe you have a sit-stand combo desk that allows you to do both, or maybe you are one of the super fancy people who has that walking pad or a treadmill under your desk, which will allow you to keep moving throughout the day. But what I see the through line being is confusion, right? Should I stand? Should I sit? Is sitting ruining my body? Is sitting really the new smoking, if you remember that from a couple years back? And I'm sure you've had some variation of these questions pop into your head at some point, and I get it because standing at work is becoming more and more popular and for good reason. So let's talk about what's actually happening so you can decide if you want to sit or stand or maybe both for work. And before we dive into it, let's define the term sedentary behavior because it is used a lot when talking about sitting and standing. The technical definition of sedentary behavior is any waking behavior, such as sitting or leaning, that has an energy expenditure of 1.5 metabolic equivalent task, METs, or less. And this definition was proposed by the Sedentary Behavior Research Network in 2012, and it's currently the most widely used definition of sedentary behavior. So the clear distinction I want to make is that sitting for eight hours at my desk is not the same as sleeping for eight hours physiologically. So yes, you are still, but when we're sleeping, there are a ton of things going on. So I appreciate this definition of sedentary behavior and really defining it as what is happening metabolically and that when we are sitting while awake, it's sort of sedentary, right? There's not a lot happening because you're just still. But this also means that standing in the same place for eight hours a day is not magically better than sitting, right? Because again, it can be sitting or leaning. We're looking at overall energy expenditure and not just the position of your body. Because when you sit for long periods of time, recent evidence suggests that sedentary behavior has a direct influence on metabolism, on bone mineral content, on vascular health, and prolonged sitting has even been shown to adversely affect glucose metabolism. But here's where things get really interesting, right? We understand that sitting is probably, if avoidable, not the best for your physiology, but sitting with light to moderate intensity breaks can significantly reduce glucose and insulin levels. So even though there are all of these potentially negative side effects of sitting, if you break up your day of sitting with light to moderate, right? So we're not talking about going out and running a marathon. Maybe it's super, super simple, and we'll talk about what that can look like later on. Just a few breaks throughout your day can be enough to make that physiological shift and reduce glucose and insulin levels. So even if you hear all this, standing or a treadmill desk may still not be for you and that is okay. It takes a certain level of focus to walk and perform tasks at the same time. I'm terrible at texting and walking even though I like to think that I'm like so good walking at your desk. And working, depending on what type of tasks you have to do, that may also be at conflict with one another. For me, I find that I do my best deep creative work when I'm sitting. So when I write these outlines, I sit. When I record these episodes, I stand. It just depends on the type of activity I'm doing. So again, variety for that is important for me. Now when I posted about this on social media about walking pads and the research behind treadmill desks and what's actually happening, one of the things I mentioned is that your ability to process and think is decreased because you are walking, right? Your brain is distracted from the two different things that are going on. You're not able to focus on the singular task at hand. For some people, and in the comments this popped up too, they do their best work when moving, that the fidgeting or the actual movement helps them to better focus than they are able to otherwise. So. Everything we're talking about today, I want you to take with a grain of salt and just use this as a permission to try something different, because you might find that you absolutely love having a walking pad or walking while you're working, or you love your standing desk, or you're like, nope, I would rather sit and just break up my day with some movement. All of them are fine, (laughs) right? All of them are good if it's what serves you best. Now, there was a review research study where they looked at 18 different studies done over the last 10 years, and this was published in the Applied Physiology, Nutrition, and Metabolism Journal in 2020. And the purpose of this review was to determine the relationship between different types and patterns of sedentary behavior and health outcomes in adults and older adults. And so their findings suggest that, in general, high levels of sedentary behavior are unfavorably associated uh, with cognitive function, depression, uh, disability, physical activity levels, and physical health-related quality of life. Again, we don't need to be rocket scientists to be like, yes, that absolutely makes sense. But like I already mentioned, they also found that reducing or breaking up sedentary time throughout your day may result in beneficial changes in markers of that cardiometabolic risk. So a few minutes, maybe you set a timer for every hour you get up and walk to get a glass of water, or every hour you just stand up and walk around or on your phone calls or whatever. But that little bit of movement throughout your day is beneficial. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises. So you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. And this is the same too. Even if you're standing all day, if you are like just leaning against your desk and like mostly sedentary, walking around while you take your phone calls or while you are thinking, it could be a really great way to bring some more movement into your day. Interestingly, this review found little evidence across those 18 different studies that they were looking at that found that sedentary behaviors associated with musculoskeletal pain, accidents, injuries, fatigue, sleep, or work productivity. So I know sometimes we see this, right? That like, oh, if you sit all the time, it's really gonna have an impact on you. And I think it's really interesting that the research was like, um, oh, not so much. And so overall, while the research hasn't really come to a conclusive, definitive answer, which I feel like is the case with research pretty much always, I think it's important to know what works for you. So again, this is your permission slip to try a standing desk, a walking pad. let to say a walking desk. I don't know what that is. Uh, a walking pad. Uh, you know, just putting a treadmill under your standing desk, or putting a even a piece of wood over a treadmill so you can have your laptop there. Like whatever it may be. And if you're like, you know what, none of those are options for me for you know financial reasons or space reasons. Like I do not have room in my apartment for a treadmill, so it's never going to happen for me. It's still okay. Because breaking up your day with some movement is still going to be good for you, right? The key is variety because anything you do for eight hours a day is not going to be great. It's not going to be ideal. So breaking up your workday, even when you're sitting, can have a good impact on all of those markers that we talked about specifically with those glucose and insulin levels. So just move. Right. That's it. (laughs) The conclusion we're coming to in today's episode is just move as if I've never said that before, but that's all right. But another benefit of having a variety of different work positions is you can double up and work on your mobility at the same time. So while I was writing this outline, I sat on the floor at my coffee table. So then I was able to work on different hip positions, different hip mobility, because I kept moving the position I was in. Um, Like I said, when I record, like I'm recording right now, I'm standing. Um, If I'm doing, um, right now, like trying to close out my financial books and doing accounting, I sit for accounting because I need my brain to be able to focus. So whatever it is for you, I hope that while you're listening, you're doing something fun that involves some movement or maybe not. I'm just curious too. like, does anyone listen to this as I fall asleep? <laughs> I do sometimes listen to podcasts when I'm going to sleep. And I just, I just, I always envision that you are like out walking or like washing dishes or cleaning the house. These are the things that I do when I listen to podcasts. So I'm just on a tangent. Let's get back to what we're talking about. But the biggest question here, right, is what do I do with all this information? I understand that being sedentary has some negative health, you know, uh, results, I don't even want to say risks, but breaking up my movement throughout the day can be helpful and a walking pad would be super awesome and yes, there're going to be increases in the metabolic activity that happen because you're moving, but is that worth it for the decrease in cognitive function and ability to focus that you might have? It's going to depend for you. But like I say, week after week, move more and move with more variety. So if you are working from home, maybe you spend the first part of your day standing at the kitchen counter and making sure that your standing position is in your best posture. So again, just because I'm standing and isn't waving a magic wand and fixing everything, I still wanna be sure that my head is stacked right over my shoulders, my shoulders are stacked right over my ribs, my ribs are right over my hips, and all of that is right on top of my feet that are directly underneath me with my toes mostly pointing forward. So whether you have a pad, like a squishy pad to stand on or not, make sure you are in your best posture and position while you are standing. And that's going to help alleviate many of the postural issues that you may be feeling, especially in your neck, your jaw, your upper back, shoulders, things like that. So after standing at your kitchen counter, go sit at your desk, maybe you sit on the floor, maybe you do get a standing desk that also offers the option to sit. Again, variety is going to be the best option for your work situation. So it's not that standing is better or sitting is better or treadmill desks are better, what works for you is better. And then having variety amongst all of that is gonna be best. And also make sure you're taking breaks. Like I mentioned, have those movement snaps, those movement breaks. Look away from your screen. Give your eyeballs a break. Maybe you've heard of something called the 20-20-20 rule, where it's every 20 minutes, you look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Stare out your window. Don't just scroll on TikTok on these movement breaks. Go drink some water. Maybe you get down on your therapy balls and roll something out. But as far as movement goes, in addition to just walking around, one of my favorite shoulder and low back stretches is standing and you clasp your hands together behind you. And if you can't get your hands to clasp together behind you, you can use a strap or a towel or even a jacket to bring your hands together. Bend your knees and then fold forward from your hips gravity is going to take your arms a little bit further overhead to give you a massive stretch across the front of the shoulders. That is one of my favorite ways to give your upper back and your shoulders and even your neck just a relief from working on computers. It's really like the opposite of your desk laptop computer position. So it's a nice way to break things up. So if that is of interest to you and you're like, wait a minute, tell me more, the rest of my favorite workday stretches are available in the workday stretch guide, which is included with the mobility mastery toolkit. So if you've been thinking about that, or you already have the toolkit, go look up that workday stretch guide. If you don't have the toolkit and want to get your hands on it, you can learn more about it at aewellness.com slash toolkit. And if you do have a standing workstation and you're wondering how exactly to stand or how to incorporate movement while you are standing, definitely check out the YouTube video breakdown I did of a temporary workstation and standing workstation that I was using. It's in the show notes at aewellness.com podcast. So check out that video. There's some additional podcast episodes. Episode 136 is about a pain-free desk setup, including how to stand and episode 129, I'm talking about posture and does posture matter? We already, we already know the answer. Yes, it absolutely does. So I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. What's that one thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I literally hadn't thought of that or that light bulb moment or that new thing that you're going to start to incorporate. Hit me up. You can send me a message or a DM over on Instagram. You can just come hang out on Instagram. I'm at Halafamala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. Or if you have additional questions of episodes you'd love to see here on The Body Nerd Show, leave me a voicemail at 818-396-6501. And I have been talking about this online and I'm going to remind you about it too. If you want to hang out in real life and get your mobility workout plan together and have it be perfectly custom tailored to you and what you need, then we should hang out like on retreat in Mexico this May. So as much as I love connecting with people online, like there is nothing like being together in person. And if you haven't been to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico before, it is gorgeous. It is my most favorite place on the planet in the universe. I've been to many <laughs> in the universe, but it honestly is one of my most favorite places to be. And so for retreat, if you've never been on retreat before, everything is taken care of for you. Once your feet hit the ground, your food is included, your daily classes, your swag some seriously relaxing and super fun activities yes your mobility workout plan we will get that sorted for you as well and we're just going to have the most fun ever so if you want to learn more about the movement mavens retreat and what's included head on over to aewellnesscom slash retreat And if you're like, yes, I do want to go, and yes, I would like to save $350, then send me an email with the subject Retreat Me before January 31st, and uh, I'll get you hooked up. My email is info at aewellness.com. So again, send me an email with Retreat Me as a subject, and I will get you all the details so that we can I want to say party, but it's not really a party. It's a relaxation. Yes, a party in that we're going to have a lot of fun. But if you're thinking like nightclub, dance club, like that's not my vibe. More of like, let's laugh about the books that we're reading while we have silly face masks on and we're eating guacamole. Okay. Like that's the kind of party I'm talking about. So before I go, I just want to remind you that show notes, including all of the research articles and resources I mentioned in today's episode, fun links, free downloads, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe or leave a review or even just share today's episode with your work friend who is also considering a standing desk or a treadmill desk or a spin bike desk or whatever. So here's asking better questions, moving more with more variety and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it.